How can we grow thriving creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Nathalie Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hello. Welcome to Mental Health Monday. It is Naftali here. It is May. It is beautiful outside, at least here in Southern California. And we are more weeks into this experience, whatever we want to call it, than I can count. But something I want to focus on today, because I am seeing a lot of questions related to happiness, is what does it really take to be happy? How do we promote happiness in our day-to-day life without necessarily changing our circumstances or even changing our feeling state because for me I don't I don't know about you guys but for me when I think about happiness my natural instinct is to like force it which seems silly because you imagine the time where you're like the most happy and like there's no force involved in with that. When I think about like just those gleeful moments I have with my kids, they just in those moments, they're easy. They're not forced. When I think about the times where my husband and I will just be doing life and start laughing over the littlest things. Those can't be created. They're not forced. So I think I find it funny and I find myself laughing at myself a lot that sometimes when I get in a negative mental space, I can very easily be like, I'm going to force happiness no matter what. And today I'm going to be happy. And what I know to be true just from a neurological perspective is we can't force happiness and happiness really when you boil it down is the response we have to a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different feelings. Happiness may be the feeling sensation that you have when you are delighted. It is the feeling sensation that you might have in the midst of a moment of pleasure. It is a combination of a lot of things. And so it's really hard to talk about happiness. But what I want to do really quickly today is just talk about one simple way that you can support having an increased level of happiness in your life without having to try to change your circumstances. Because as you and I all, both, whoever we are, know is that we can't always change our circumstances, but we want the power to be able to feel a little bit happier. So if you've been hanging around 
here for any length of time, you know I love me some brain scientifically driven hacks, right? But if you go back and look through the entirety of the Thriving Creative podcast and then its name previously, The Everyday Mind, I get giddy when I can come up with ways or I can explain to you guys ways to really lean into how our brain is created and put together so that when we are trying to reach these goals that we all have, that we all find ourselves Googling or looking on Pinterest for, we can do it just from a really simple neurological space. So this is one of those things. If you look at the brain and how it works, the brain is really fed by us making decisions. Um, Basically, when we look at the brain, there's a neurotransmitter and it is a neurotransmitter that does feel happy and relief. Maybe that's kind of a little bit of the word that happens every time our brain gets fed the opportunity to make a choice. Now, it is not fed when we are in the midst of the choice, but once the choice has been made and the decision has happened, it's like our brain gets a little happiness hit and we get to move on and we get to move on to the next decision. And that's why, you know, if you look back to the episodes, I've done a bunch of episodes all about making decisions quickly and effectively. But today, right, we're not talking about decisions. We are talking about increasing our happiness level. But because we know that if we make really succinct, powerful choices all through our day, we're going to feel happier because our brain is getting fed that hit of happiness. Then I'm going to suggest something. In order for us to feel happiness a little more frequently, no matter what our circumstances is, we need to make more decisions, but limit our choices. What? What does that even mean, Naftali? How do I make more decisions, but limit my choices? How is that possible? Well, I'm glad you asked. How that works is that we, throughout the day, we're going to take brain snacks of choices. And so we need to make quick choices because otherwise we're going to take too long to make our choices and we're going to be famished by the time we do it. And then the little hit of happiness that happens won't be enough to make it through to the next giant big decision. So in order to increase our happiness from a neurological perspective, we need to limit our choices. So every time we are making a choice, whether it's what are we going to have for lunch or what outfit am I going to wear today or bigger decisions like how am I going to spend my time reaching this goal or what am I going to do with my kids or how do I decide where we're going to live next year if businesses don't start back up. All of these things are choices we make, right? But some of them are littler, and guess what? We can get happiness hits off of them. Some of them are bigger, but we can break them down into smaller micro decisions so that our brain can just feel really powerful and then, therefore, increase our level of happiness.
Okay, so how are we gonna do that then? Now, some decisions are more simple, right? Let's talk about a very simple decision that all of us make every day, but we don't highlight it to ourselves as like something we do. We decide what we're gonna wear. So we wake up in the morning and depending on when you get dressed, for me, it generally is after I fed my kids and had a little bit of coffee, then I'll go back to the bedroom. But some people get dressed right away. I'm just not a get dressed right away-er. Is that a word? So for me, like when I walk in my bedroom, I have a couple decisions. One is, okay, am I going to dress for my entire day right now or am I gonna dress specifically focused on what I need to wear for my work? A lot of times I do my work and I'll do my client work in the morning and so I need to think, okay, am I dry dressing for that or am I dressing for a full day of momhood mixed in with some computer work? So make a decision, which one is that today? Great hit of happiness because I've made a decision and you might not feel it, but this builds up. It's like building up in your bloodstream. So it's like the first sip of coffee. You're like, I don't feel it. It's not like you take a sip of coffee and you're like, woo, but it builds up in your bloodstream. And so that's similar to what happens in your brain when you're making these little micro decisions. So the next decision I might make will be like, okay, I've decided that right now I wanna dress for my whole day. So I need to find something that works for everything I'm gonna be doing. What is the weather? Cause do I wanna dress for the weather? Yes, I do. Okay, great, I've made a decision. Building up happiness in your bloodstream, building up that sense of relief. It happens and it's building, building, building. Okay, so that's one way in which we might do that. Now, the second way in which we might do that is with those bigger decisions. Because, right, we all have big decisions that can sometimes feel like we're weighing. So what I'm going to encourage you to do when you're looking to increase the level of happiness in your life and you're looking to limit your choices but increase your decisions I want you to take that big decision that you need to make right now and I want you to sit down for five minutes and conceptually try to think of what are all the micro decisions that need to be made in order to come to the decision for this big decision. Now, your brain might not be used to thinking this way, but I do promise that if you start breaking down your decisions like this, after a little bit of doing it, it will be easy and it won't even take five minutes. You'll be able to just jot it out or mentally pro um, plan it out. Like, okay, I have to make this micro decision, this micro decision, and this micro decision. And in that, when you're making those micro decisions, you're getting hits of happiness, hits of release, and your body and your mind can continue to go. And it will reduce that overwhelm and increase that level, that sensation of happiness. Because happiness really is a sensation. It's not an actual state of being. It's not like I can say I'm happy and I am always happy. That physiological and neurological happiness effect really is how our thoughts and our feelings and our actions are working together and then those body sensations that are happening during the time and that's that sensation because it really can flow from a neurotransmitter piece that's the part we can hack and that's the place that we can break down our thoughts into that okay just when you're thinking about this what are some really important things to think through in the space one you want to know your why when you're limiting your 
choices but increasing your decisions one of the things that is super important is to know your why because that's going to help you be like okay yeah these when I go to make these decisions these fall in the why category so like those bigger decisions where I'm making micro decisions to lead up to the big decision those are really why driven now even decisions like what I'm going to wear in the morning ultimately do fall back into my why because they cause me in the morning to pause and make a decision about where I'm spending my time and that really aligns with my why statements for my life so secondly it's really important to have a filter if we have to agonize over every decision and it's not a important decision it will be hard for us to limit our choices so here's where I see a lot of people getting stuck. They feel like there are decisions that need to be made that don't have to be made. So those bigger level decisions have to be made. I do need to know what I'm going to put on my body in the morning, but I don't really need to have a massive amount of time that it takes nor break it down the micro decision about what I'm going to eat to lunch today. I literally can walk to the refrigerator and say to myself while I walk there, I am going to eat the first meal that I see in the refrigerator today that is available and easy to access and goes with my time that I have right now. And couching that decision in just like, hey, here's the thing, brain. My filter is kind of clogged right now and I have a lot going on. And so I need to just simplify this. So make a quick choice limit the amount of like, oh, what am I eating for dinner tonight? Does this align? Does this make a fold meal? Sometimes I can have those bigger decisions, but sometimes I just need to remind my brain, here's your filter. Your filter is you're taking the emotion out of this decision. You're making this less complicated and just pick it. And then thirdly, why does this happen? Why why do we get the sensation that when we get this hit of happiness that happens when we make a decision, what does that really do? Well, it frees up space in our brain and our brain likes that. Our brain does not like, just like our computers don't like, to run with multiple tabs open. So when you're limiting your choices, one of the things that I want you to remind yourself, because it's going to feel a little odd right now, increasing your decisions and limiting your choices I want you to remind yourself right now, I'm evaluating my tabs that are opening and I'm closing them. If I can get a lot of my tabs closed, then what will happen is your brain will have more space and that really does breed increased relaxation, peace, comfort, and in turn, happiness. So friends, as you go forth into today, I want you to just really be mindful of how today can I limit my choices and increase my decisions so that I can feel happier and more peaceful. So go forward, have a great and thriving day, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become 
creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You're such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 